Well, hello, happy new year, and God bless you. Welcome to blendcouragesyou.com, where we're here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 276 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, it is 2023 and the Lord has a word for all of us for this year. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, and a writing utensil and settle on in. Blend encourages you, is coming to you with Put the Scoffers Out. That's what's coming up next. everybody we're going to get into our podcast content momentarily before we do that I'd love to establish protocol so whether you are a first-time listener or a long-time listener we are so delighted that you chose blendcouragesyou.com for your encouragement today and if you haven't already done so I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent So wherever you are listening from, be it on the blendcouragesyou.com site, Amazon Music, Anchor Radio, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you are listening from, please go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. So by the time you hear this recording, if the Lord says the same, we will be in the first week of, of January of 2023. The Lord has brought us to and through another year, a nice new one. And while we don't do resolutions as the world may do, I think that when another year comes in, it's a good idea sometimes to just take some inventory and stop on things that we can do differently. And the spirit of the Lord doesn't wait of course until there's a new year or anything like that it's just a nice time to take a look and as I was pondering on what to talk about uh, for this particular podcast there's a scripture that came to mind that I believe will help us as we go through uh, this year with God's grace So if you would, go with me, everybody, to the book of Mark and we're going to go to chapter 5 And let's start at the 21st verse because we've got to get some background before we get into the actual point that the Lord is going to have me to share with all of you. So once again, we are in Mark chapter 5 and we're starting at verse number 21, King James Version. All right. The Bible tells us, and when Jesus was passed over again by ship onto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh or near unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. 
And when he, meaning Jairus, saw Jesus, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. So I need to just stop here for just a moment because what's significant here, BCU fam, is that you have someone who is one of the rulers in the synagogue. This is Jarius, and he is at a point of desperation, but he knew who to go to, and that was Jesus, being the healer that he was. And just him seeking out Jesus and asking him to come and to lay hands on his daughter, that was faith. All right. Now let's go further. Verse number 25 says, and a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. Lord, I thank you. Ooh, this excites me, BCU fam. This woman had spent everything that she had, went to every doctor that she knew, and she wasn't getting any better, and she went to find Jesus. All right. Now, she came in the press or with all the people that were thronging and following Jesus. And verse number 28 says, For she said, If I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Verse 30 says, and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? So as Jesus is, is in this crowd of people, he knew that someone reached out and touched him. And he wanted to know who that was. Now, as verse number 31 says, And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked around, about to see her that had done this thing. So Jesus is looking. Jesus knew who it was. He wanted the young lady to identify herself. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. She told him all about it. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. So Jesus just let her know it, it is well. It is well. Just go ahead on and you are whole. And what I love about this BCU family, and this isn't even what I came to speak on, is that it's faith that is moving Jesus. It's the faith that moved Jesus to, 
to go to Jarius's daughter, which we're going to get back to. And on the way to healing this young lady, uh, he is stopped by another woman who was healed because of her faith. So even before we get to what I wanted to share with you all, it's important for us to remember that it's our faith that moves God. You know, we don't need to do all kinds of, of rituals and repeating things over and over. And a lot of things that we do to get God's attention is unnecessary. The scriptures remind us that without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we need to come to him knowing who he is. And, and we've got to believe him. We've got to trust him. So we need faith. Even when situations and circumstances are dire, uh, the Lord is counting on our faith. Amen. And you can read all about that in Hebrews chapter 11. So time would not allow us to go there. When you have some time, you can read the Faith Hall of Famers uh, in Hebrews chapter 11, just as a reminder. All right. So we go down now to verse number 35 in Mark chapter 5. And as Jesus is telling the young woman uh, to go in peace and that she is made whole, Verse 35 says, while he yet spake, there came from a ruler's or from the ruler of the synagogue's house, certain, which said, thy daughter is dead. Why trouble thou the master any further? So in the interim, in this interruption, and the scriptures don't tell us how long the interruption was, the young woman passed away verse number 36 says as soon as jesus heard the word that was spoken he said unto the ruler of the synagogue he said to jarius be not afraid only believe mm. only believe now verse 37 says and he suffered no man to follow him save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. So whoever was with him in this crowd, he narrowed it down to the three followers. And that's important, BCU fam, because we can't take everyone with us when it comes to certain things that need to be taken care of. We need to know those, someone said to me, and the Bible says the same, who labor among us and we need to know who's for us and the Lord will let you know who needs to come with you when it comes to taking care of the Lord's business. Now, it's okay to have a crowd of people and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what God has ordained us to do. Uh, there are times and situations where you have to be very specific on who knows what you're doing, who comes with you, who is in your circle, amen, who you are going to confide in, who you're going to confess your faults to, whatever it is, you need to know uh, that that is the person or persons that God has authorized. Not everyone can go with you. All right, let's go further. Let's go further. I, this is more than what I had anticipated we would talk about, BCU fam. I am excited. I love when the Lord does this. All right. Now, verse number 38 of Mark chapter 5 says, And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and seeth the tumult, which means that they were all upset that the young damsel had died. And them that wept 
and wailed greatly. So when someone is weeping and wailing, it's loud, uh, it's guttural, it's sad. People are upset and understandably so. Anytime there is a death, it, it's uh, it, the things have not changed, BCU fam. There's there's always great sorrow. Now, verse number thirty nine says, and when he, meaning Jesus, was come in, he saith unto them. Why make ye this ado and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. Verse number 40 says, And they laughed him to scorn. Now the word scorn here is important. Now, there's a few definitions, BCU fam, but typically with a scorner, they mock the things of God and they expressed their negative opinion uh, uh, with derision or with uh, ridicule. They, they're very proud about mocking someone and making light of what power or authority they may have. And while in this example, they are not saying anything uh, negative to Jesus, to Jesus or about Jesus, their actions, that laughter was to mock Jesus as if he did not know what he was doing. And, you know, we know that the people in the Bible, a lot of people in the Bible did not believe who Jesus was, and, and some people still don't. So there's nothing new about that. But that scorning, that laughter, that was to, in an attempt to embarrass Jesus and to bring him down. Little did they know. <laughs> now, verse number 40 says, and they laughed him to scorn. And then verse number 40 goes on to say, but when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel and they that were with him and entered in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talitha Kumai, which being interpreted is damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of the age of 12 years. And they were astonished with a great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it and commanded that she should be given something to eat. Now, I need to just go back, BCU fam, and you all probably know where I was going here, to verse number 40, where they laughed at Jesus to scorn him, to ridicule, to mock him, to besmirch him. And his response was not one of, I am Jesus of Nazareth, the son of God. You all don't believe me. I don't understand. The scriptures do not record where he uh, went to try to convince them verbally or to punish them by what they said or how they acted or, or what they did in laughing. Those were not the responses that Jesus gave. Notice verse number 40, the B part of that verse says, he put them out. He put them out. And those that were with him, the three that he took with him and the parents were the only ones that he took into the room with him that, that were allowed to stay and their daughter arose. So he brought her back from the dead. Now, everybody was astonished with a great astonishment, but he did not do that miracle 
with all of the negative people and the naysayers and the scoffers in the area. And here is what we can take away from how Jesus responded. Very often, BCU fam, if we are naming the name of Christ, uh, we are going to come against situations and people where they're not going to believe who we are or whose we are. And we will be tested and tried in these areas. I, I look at this BCU fam as a blueprint on how we are supposed to conduct ourselves when someone starts questioning uh, what we're saying or how we're doing things or why is it that you don't do this or don't go here or don't say this or whatever it is. And we spend a lot of time trying to convince people of who we are and whose we are. And if God has asked you to take that path, then so be it. Uh, in many cases, though, we need to allow the Lord working in our lives to speak for ourselves, to speak to who we are, to speak to how we do things. Let us walk in the the knowledge, knowing that God is going to reveal himself and that we don't have to knock ourselves out trying to prove anything to anyone. Amen. So it's time for us in 2023 and beyond to put the scoffers out. And when I say that, we need to put them out of our minds. What someone said about us five years ago and how we're not qualified and what they said and all those kinds of things, we need to put that out of our minds. I'm reminded of a time early in my walk with Christ where I was around a group of people who felt like they were more superior in certain other in certain areas than others and that they had the corner on how to do certain things. And, I, you know, for a long time, BCU family, it, it stopped me from publicly doing things because I didn't think that I had uh, what it took to stand up in front of people and to do certain things. And uh, the Lord had to help me to put that out, to put those scoffers out of my mind. Because when God calls you to do something, it doesn't matter what any anybody thinks about you, he will equip you. If he's called you to it, he's going to have you to do it. Amen. Because we are working through his power, through his might. We are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So put the scoffers out of your mind. We also may need to put the scoffers out of our presence. We have to be careful with who we are associating. Now, some of these people may be Folks from back in the day, people that we've run with, they could even be family. And I'm not saying that you should cut everyone off and not have any contact. I'm not saying that. Um, I, what I am saying, though, is, is that sometimes we need to spend uh, less time with people who are going to continue to be scoffers in our lives. Once again, I can remember a situation, and this was years ago, where someone um, I used to run with back in the day was insistent on trying to bring up what I did before de before my BC days, I call them, before Christ days. You know, I, we, I got to put that out. Listen, <laughs> I had to put that whole person out and that conversation out. And I was, you know, I was polite about it. Of course, we don't want to be rude because we're, we're witnesses of Christ. And I said, you know what, you know, that was a long time ago and that was before I knew Jesus. And, you know, person kind of chuckled and, and the subject changed quickly. I don't remember who changed the subject or how, but nonetheless, I had to put 
that out and put that person out. And um, we are acquainted. We are not as close as we once were, but we are acquainted only. And that's okay. The person reached out to me a number of years ago and wanted to ask me some questions. And with God's help, I was able to respond to them without uh, keeping in mind the incident that had happened prior to that. So sometimes we have to put people out of our lives that we don't have to have uh, regular contact with an individual, yet we still love them and will respond to them as the Lord leads us to do so. So uh, here is what we're going to do with God's help for this year. Once again, is that we are not going to continue to entertain the scoffers. Scoffers are people who don't care about what God says. Uh, they have a tendency to make fun and to try to besmirch uh, the character of Christ and, you know, ask unlearned questions and foolish things. We do not, BCU fam, have to continue to walk in that area and to walk in those directions. Put them out. Do not allow what people are saying or doing or what they are laughing about or whatever they're doing to stop you from living your life in Christ. Keep in mind that at the end of this life, BCU fam, we will have to give an account for every deed that is done. For all of the, the tasks and assignments that the Lord has given us, we have to make sure that those are done. And if they're not, we can't say to the Lord, well, so-and-so laughed at me so I could couldn't do it. God gives us the grace and the strength to be able to do these things. And if we are shrinking back because of what someone said or what they did or what they're going to think or how they're going to react, what happens is, is that we become, uh, they become our God with a small G. Uh, they become an idol to us and we become more concerned with what they're saying and doing and how they're going to react versus how God feels about it. And that's not something that we want to have to answer to. Amen. And we certainly don't want to continue walking in that way where it may keep us out of heaven. So if it's something that you struggle with, take it to the Lord in prayer and task by task, assignment by assignment, situation by situation, ask the Lord to help you not to be affected by the scoffers, to put them out and to go on and do what God would have you to do in Jesus name. Amen. Let's pray, BCU fam. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we come before you today, we thank you, Lord, for the reminder, Lord, for many of us and for the word that came to us for the first time, for some of us, that we need to not be concerned about those who are not uh, with us or on board with us when it comes to the things of the Lord. Help us, Lord, as we go through whatever it is that you would have us to do assignment-wise, whether we are dealing on the job or with family, friends, school, whatever it is, Lord, that you have assigned to us, help us to be able to carry out our assignments and to do it, Lord, with distinction and in the power of you and not to be deterred by the scoffers around us and help us to be ever so mindful, Lord, that we want to stand before you so that you can say, well done, thou good and faithful servant enter thou into the joy of the Lord. We thank you for helping us with this. It's in Jesus' name that we count it done. Let every heart say amen. Amen, BCU fam. So that's what we're doing with God's grace. So if any of this resonated with you, I'd love to hear about it. So if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site, please make your way there. Head down to the comment section and let's continue our conversation. Well, BCU fam, it is time for me to wrap things up. Once again, this is Blend from blendcouragesyou.com signing off. 
Thank you all so much for listening and for your prayerful support. And Lord will, and until the next time we are together, may our God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you all peace as you stay on the wall. <laughs>